The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, when my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but you can guess along with us which ones they are and what they mean. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In this case, I just want to say that you can guess which stories in the media are lies and which ones are not. Hint, hint, most of them. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor, though, will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh... I can't get a job anywhere else. That That's what it is right there. Also, a Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, are we thankful people or do we just say thank you because there's a big difference if you have an opinion a comment a thought or a question we don't want it to die of loneliness we want you to reach out to us we'll be glad to talk with you you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770 that's 972-445-0770 when you call 972-445-0770. Something just fantastic happens because you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Dynamite. All right, talking to Dynamite D, that's like getting an awesome haircut. There you go. Is that great? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, look at my head. Look, look, look. I see. I just want to point this out. Now, people don't know what's going on. So my electric razor that I absolutely love that I just got, okay, this skull shaver thing. Yeah. So it broke oh. because I dropped it. Okay. Right? Oh, days. So that two days later, I shave again with blades, and I cut myself again. That's those cuts that you saw. And my wife said, get another razor. That's the end of that. 
So they sent it yesterday. Great. <laughs> yeah, so I'm back to it. Getting my good haircut without cutting my head all over. That's kind of a nice thing right there. Uh, bottom line also, if you want to reach out to us, you can text us during the show. Yeah, we tell you everything. 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send us an email, david at he must org. That's david, D-A-V-I-D, at, that little at thing, the A with a circle around it, he must org. That's actually the name of the ministry that runs everything, the nonprofit that's over everything. He must org from John 3.30. He must increase, but I must decrease. We should all be saying yes and amen to that. Additionally, we'll send you up to the website. I want to say a couple of things real quickly. First and foremost, thank you, everybody. For all of your support, for all of your gifts, for all of your encouragements, and for all of your prayers. And I just petition you to keep it going. It's awesome. I really appreciate it. It's such a blessing. On the website is also an opportunity to give directly through the website, or if you'd like to give differently, there is instructions on how to do that. Do not have any sense of obligation. Make sure if you're giving, you're a cheerful giver, because that's what God loves, and that's what we love. Cheerful money makes it easier. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. I see Fred Flintstone uh, after he's done a drum solo. Fred Flintstone, old cartoon from the old days, banging his head on the cymbal after he does his drum solo. While walking on the treadmill. Wait, while walking on a treadmill? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Would you have too many pickles today? What does that mean? <laughs> he's walking on a treadmill while he's doing a drum solo, and then he hits his head on the cymbal? <coughs> okay. <laughs> All right. One too many pickles over there. Okay, so here's the uh, here's the bottom line. I want to tell people, thank you for praying for Noel. Please keep praying for uh, as we're trying to figure out what to do. And then, of course, I always ask you to pray for the audience. Really important to me that you do that. And yesterday we mentioned praying for peace of mind. I want to stick with that. I don't want to go to give you something each and every day. I mean, I, I do tend to do that because my brain doesn't uh, typically stop. I don't know what's going on there that's, you know, riddling when you're one. Anyhow, bottom line is stick with peace of mind. Stick with that. Uh, in the process of praying for one another, just that the, uh, your brothers and sisters that you're praying for would just have this peace of mind that passes all understanding to keep their hearts and minds in Christ, okay? That's just a good thing. And we are now going to jump into the Psalms. We're on Psalm 29. Uh, actually, this is a Psalm of David. It's basically the premise is a praise to God in his holiness and in his majesty. But there's one portion in here that I'm going to share in the next segment that's just one of my favorite stories in all of life to tell. So I'm going to be sharing that. But let's start off with Psalm 29, verse 1. It says this, Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due 
his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. So glory in this context, in this Hebrew word, means to praise, to honor, to give thanksgiving. And it's a mandate in our offerings unto the Lord. The problem is that I find myself sometimes, I don't know if you guys ever do this, just saying thank you and not being thankful. And what that means is, well, I know what to do. I talked about this yesterday as we were exiting the show about doing the routines. When the routines, uh, you know, kind of uh, become more routine than relationship, you know, we need to remind ourselves that the per- there's a purpose to these routines, and that is for the enhancement of the relationship. And there are times where I tell the Lord, thank you, but it is more automatic than it is heartfelt. And I'm not saying that every time you pray, every moment you have to go, oh, agonizing like that. But there's got to be a difference between just stating and you processing in relationship. And this was the problem that the Pharisees had is the Pharisees and the Sadducees would say prayers and they would give long prayers, long prayers. And because they gave long prayers, you know, everybody thought, wow, they're so righteous. And Jesus is like, they're really got long prayers that have absolutely no value whatsoever. <laughs> it's like that. We're not supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be giving it unto the Lord and having it be sincere. And then the scripture says the glory to his name. It's not difficult for you and I to understand as Bible-believing, born-again, authentic Christians to understand that God is worthy, more than worthy of our praise. There is glory due to the Lord from all of us. He's done so Many fantastic things for you. He's saved you even in ways you don't even know. He's saved you. He's protected you. He's been kind to you. He's answered your prayers. He's watched over you at the most bizarre. He he probably saved your life multiple times. You wouldn't even know. It's like trusting him that he's overseeing, being that protective, perfect parent. And then verse 3 moves in and it says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The, the God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of a majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The voice of the Lord Uh, shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. That is seven times in a row where you hear the phrase, the voice of the Lord. For everybody who doesn't understand this, I'm going to make this absolutely clear. God still speaks. If you never hear God, you are not listening. There are seven times in a row. The Lord's voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Lord. And people say, well, of course he speaks. He speaks through his word. He speaks through more than just his word. People are like, oh, no. Oh, no. We're getting into that charismatic stuff. No. It says right here in the text, God even speaks in the wilderness. He speaks through nature. He speaks in multiple ways. Now, nothing's as authoritative as the Word of God, and don't ever think there will be something, including your ears, because they're probably not lined up with the wisdom that came into the, the process of partnership between God and man writing the Scriptures. However, saying that does not negate 
that God speaks in circumstances, through people, in, in dreams, at different times and in different ways. He communicates to us. It's through Christ now, but he still speaks. There is never a time that I go or have gone to the ocean, which I used to have a beautiful view of the ocean uh, when, when we were living uh, in, in, in San Diego. And there's very few times I would look out at the ocean and not immediately recognize, ooh, God is big. He's mighty. That's God speaking. Because sometimes we're, we would look at the ocean, right? We were in Carlsbad. We'd be looking at the ocean, had about a four-mile view. And then uh, every once in a while, you'd see the moon, like into you know, the moon. And the moon would be like dropped over, and you'd be like, how does that happen? It's amazing, right? God is speaking. And he continually speaks, doesn't he? The only question is, do we continually listen? Or... Do we listen just enough to get our agenda? Hmm, interesting. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. And what the whole teaching has to do with is the dissatisfaction that people have who are worldly when the divine is involved. I want you to hear that line. That's the big line. That's the big connector between all of this. The worldly are never satisfied if divinity is involved. So the example Jesus says is, you know, we played the flute for you, right? And the flute, you know, woo, the flute, yay, happy sounds, right? And the people are like, no. And it's like, okay, well, we sang a dirge for you, right? What you sing at a funeral, right? And the people are like, no. And then John the Baptist, he says, comes, and John the Baptist is as straight as you can get. We, we would call him, you know, a, you know, a, a, a massive teetotaler might be fair enough to say. And he says, he does, he's not eating bread, he's not drinking any wine, and you people, the way you respond, you go, hey, he's got a demon. <laughs> and then Jesus, he says, I come, son of man comes, I'm eating and drinking. And then what do the people do? They extreme it out and they say, he's a glutton because he's eating, not eating more than he should, he's just eating. And he's a drunkard because he had wine. You see, this is the thing. The thing is that the world and the worldly are never satisfied. That's why I said that connection to the song. And don't get mad at me that I used a Rolling Stone song. It's not my fault. They wrote a song called I Can't Get No Satisfaction. This is the Lord trying to reach people at different levels. And people keep going, no, 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 no. And it's nonstop. And there's just no satisfying them. And even I, 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 the one thing that I would say, and I've said this before in the beginning of this uh, of this broadcast, and I don't really care about your political affiliations, but when 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 people get going in a certain direction, you can't move them one way or another. And when the media was all over Donald Trump, it's fair to say that had he helped cure cancer with research, they would have accused Donald Trump of putting people out of business who were in the cancer business. It's just like that's exactly what they would have done. Everybody knows that. 
And it's because that's how the mentality is. If if somebody comes along and does something that's good and it's not appreciative uh, to the world or they don't like it, they will rip it to shreds. You can't play the flute. You can't sing a dirge. You can't be Johnny the Baptist. And you can't be Jesus Christ because none of those things satisfy. We want exactly what we want, which, by the way, they don't even know what they want. That's the irony. It's God that's giving the, the opportunity for people to get the answers, and people are so inwardly confused because of Satan, they wouldn't know a good thing if it split them in the eyeballs. That's the problem. The David Spoon Experience. Amazing grace. How sweet. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Uh, very nice. Uh, yesterday, Abraham, uh, one of our listeners, uh, brought by some gifts for uh, Jennifer, for Dean, for myself. Very nice, very kind, and we appreciate that. It's very, very cool. Thank you. Um, all right, here's your first trivia question. Now, I'm going to say this real quickly, okay? If you're driving— I don't I don't want you looking this up because <laughs> you're driving. You see? You see? So, okay. All right. Here we go. Here's your first trivia question. How many chapters are there in the book of Zechariah? How many chapters are there in the book of Zechariah? There you go. There you go. That's just not even that complex. You can have another one just like that, so get ready. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. It is here that we will go to our DNA because we live by DNA. Uh, I just I saw Red's another article. They're, they have this big council, conference council thing in, in Davos, and they're just trying to come up with world leaders are trying to come up with all the answers. And the big solution right now, the big solution right now at Davos is America uh, has got to stop their uh, Christian rhetoric. It's like, oh. wow. Okay, people. <laughs> It's a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's 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 like Burning Man. Only they're just not acknowledging they're on acid. It's so strange. It's bizarre. Anyhow, uh, trivia question has been uh, laid out. So let's go back to our DNA. D. Draw closer to the Lord daily. How often? Daily. I mean, that is like I think every day. Every day that ends with Y. Every day that ends with Y is time we need to spend with the guy in the sky. I just I just don't know how else how else do you say that? I mean that's every day and you think, well, how much time? I don't care. Don't care. Not important. What's important is that you do it. Also, N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. That Oh, my goodness. You need to know the word because if they try to ban the word, you need to have the word living in your heart and mind because that becomes important just so you're aware. And you need to be meditating on the word and being aware that that's their goal to take it down. Okay? Just 
you know, this, I've been saying this for 10 years, been preaching it for 20, not even, it's not even prophetic at this point. It's just now, it was maybe prophetic 20 years ago. Now it's just obvious. So it's moved in its place. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means get out of the mirror. Get out of the mirror. It's not all about you seeing yourself in the mirror. It's about other people. How are they doing? What's going on with them? Are you praying for other people? Do you care about how other people are doing? If you care about other people genuinely, here's something that will blow your mind. God will make sure that other people care about you. What a man sows, that shall he also reap. There you go. That's just can't get away from that, right? Okay, back to the comedy chapters are in the book of Zechariah. Most people are getting this correct. If you think you know, by the way, you can still call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email at david at hemustincrease.org. Getting up to one of my closest, most favorite stories coming up in the world. That's right. I have favorite stories, things that happen to me. Uh, pick it up with uh, Psalm 29, verse, uh, let's go back to verse 8. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth The strip and strips the forest bare. And in his temple, everyone shouts glory. Do you hear that? And in his temple, everyone shouts glory. I'm going to keep going, so then we're going to come back to that. Uh, In his temple, everyone shouts glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood, and the Lord sits as king forever. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Let's use this as our launching pad first and foremost. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Why is that important? Because there's many things that God can bless you with. But listen to this. Jesus is what? The prince of what? Peace. And what's the first thing he said to his disciples after his resurrection when he went into the room and they were freaking out? What did he say? Peace. The Lord wants to bless you with peace. You know why we're praying for peace of mind for one another? Because we should be praying for peace of mind for one another. It's important to understand that that peace makes it so you don't freak out. There you go. Well, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. So... See, see, see that attitude? So <laughs> that's what we have to have. Dave, you don't understand. Uh, I, I don't have to freak out because God blesses me with peace. Now, I'm going to back up because I want to tell this story. <laughs> this is a story that happened to me, Billy, Larry, and Bruce. You know, we're doing the, the Christian chaos. And just keep this in mind, please, for a second. Uh, Christian Chaos does not go every week. It goes every other week because I couldn't do it every week. I'd be, you know, kind of like a mess or emotional mess. So this just, today's won't be Christian Chaos. Next week will be the, the next part. I think it's part nine. But listen to this story. We were in this church, Heritage Free Baptist Church and in Phoenix, Arizona, 2209 East Harvard Street. And the church had two doors, and you would open the doors, right? And then there would be – it would seat uh, like 60 people, old-style pews, very old-style, and then it had a stage, right? And so one time we were in the church, right? 
and we're in service, Sunday service. Now, in Arizona, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this or not, but there's a lot of sun. Okay, there's a lot of sun in Arizona, right? So in the middle of a ser- in the middle of a service, in the middle of a sermon, two uh, t- the two doors that open up simultaneously during the service opened up. So everybody turned their head. In Phoenix, when you turn your head looking in that direction, the sun is beaming in. Guess what happens if the sun is beaming in and you look in that direction? You can't see. You can only see like shadows and stuff, right? And there's a shadow of a person walking through. And then we hear this. And I'm not kidding. Glory. Glory. They enter the house and say glory. Okay. You guys are thinking I'm losing my mind. Listen. This gentleman's name was O.L. Spears. He's an old-time Pentecostal preacher. He must have been 75 or 80 when when he did this. You couldn't see him, but you could hear his voice as he's walking through. And this is where that comes from, where it says, and in his temple, everyone says, Glory! So he's like, glory. Now, O.L. Spears was famous for four, a, a one statement with four dynamics in it. This is what he used to say. And I'm not teaching. I had this guy stay at my house before. So, I mean, this is a – he would say, think right, say it right, do it right, and it will be all right. <laughs> that, that is legend. <laughs> And I'm sure he sounded just like I, he, he would just be amazed. He's like he was from he was from like uh, I'm trying to think of where he'd say. I mean, he's from he had to be from the deep south. I mean, just the way he looked, he kind of looked a little bit like Colonel Sanders. I mean, just to give you an idea. What's and he would just and he that little, little vibrato. It's just amazing. And we erupt now. The church knew him. So he had been there before, okay? But we didn't know he was coming, and we didn't know that was going to happen. And everybody erupted with applause because it was such a blessing. It was so cool. And he's walking. He's doing exactly what the Scripture says. Walk in the temple. The temple people are saying glory. Glory. And that's what he's doing. And this guy, I mean, he preached, you know, just like a— don't get offended. I've done it many times. He preached the typical Pentecostal preachers keep going and going. But his big, big thing was think right, say it right, do it right, and it will be all right. I mean, it was just so great. Oh, my goodness gracious. You see, sometimes you get to laugh at some of the stuff that happens in your faith. It's okay. You understand? All right. Glory. All right. How many chapters are in the book of Zechariah? The answer is 14. There are 14 chapters in the book of Zechariah. If you were driving and did not know that, now you know that. So you do not have to forget that. We will take our break, and then we will come back. There's uh, so much to cover. I think you guys know that. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. 
Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? When Joshua was trying to figure out, you know, the Lord and his decision for the Lord, and he was doing pretty good and had good training, uh, uh, he made a decision to, to follow the Lord. Then he made a decision that he wanted to really commit to devotions. I told him I was proud of him for that. That's his own decision. He has to make that call. Nobody can choose that. You know, I was listening to something the other day, and this is one of the most bizarre statements. You're never going to hear a more bizarre statement. I hope this gets on the radio. You know, you can be born and raised Jewish. You can be born and raised Italian. You can be born and raised in many different things, but you can't be born a Christian. Can't do it. Because you have to make a decision for Jesus Christ. There's no being born a Christian. That doesn't work. That's a lie. You have to make a choice, an individual choice. Your 15 generations of your family could be Christians. When you're born, that does not make you a Christian. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's when you become a Christian. You understand that difference? It was just something that dawned on me. Like, you know, people don't talk that way. Well, he was born in a Christian family. That doesn't mean he's a Christian. Plenty of murderers came out of Christian families. That doesn't mean a thing. That's nothing. But anyway, going back to it, I had to add sure of that because that thought that just really struck me as odd. But the power of our words is, is, is so noticeable. And Jesus says, hey, you know, I got one for you. By your words, you're going to be justified. By your words, you're going to be condemned. So my question to pose is why? That's so forceful and brutal. And the answer is in Matthew chapter 15. Matthew, you guys like that one, huh? I like that. I can tell people, oh, I like that. Matthew chapter 15 Here's the reason. Verse 18, Matthew 15, 18 says this. But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And the reason that Jesus said, by your words you will be justified and by your words you'll be condemned is because your words reveal what's in your heart. And you will know, you can listen to other people and know by their speech. And I'm not even talking about coarse language. I'm not talking about swearing. I'm not even talking about any of that. I'm not even necessarily talking about negative speech. I'm talking about you will know a person's heart by what they say. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.